Hello and welcome to the show supported by Media Proxy. Today we're speaking to a company that's new to us here at Kitplus TV. We'd like to welcome Robert Welsh from Arista. Hi, Robert. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Simon. Uh, and, and also thanks, Matt, for having us here. Arista is very uh, well known, at least in the US, and we're going to talk about how we can make this more well known in your neck of the woods. So that's a good point to start on. You, as, as Matt said, you're, you're, you're new to us, possibly yeah. new to people watching this. So tell us a little bit about Arista and what you do. Yeah, it's interesting. When I joined Arista, there was a several uh, amount of people I used to work with over at my prior company that formed a new company. And you can almost think of it as, uh, well, you know, you're much older now. And if you take all that experience and start a new, start a new company, what would you do? What would you do right? What would you not do anymore? So Arista was founded on the same principles of our prior company and forming a new networking company, something that is uh, formulated for the customer first, quality first, and looking at servicing you in a set it and forget it type environment. So really, we're just pipes and plumbing. That's what we are. We're just network products, but we are a company that you can rely upon. So that's Arista networking. So um, in our experience, people don't really want to think about their network. People are, uh, they're, you know, they're scared to get involved in these things a lot of the time. Uh, how do you manage this transition and change? Um, that's a really good question, Matt, is you, you don't want to have to think about the network. And we find a lot of times that people are spending almost too much time thinking about it. So what we do is we spend a lot of time working with the customer to figure out what their needs are. Not talking about the network, talking about are you doing like a flame system? Are you doing an Adobe edit system? Are you doing an Avid system? Are you doing 2110? Are you doing NDI? Uh, are you in cloud? What's your aspirations? Where do you want to be in the next? And so we look at solution sets around mm. that. So the networking should just be an adjunct to it. So although we ask a lot of questions about what you're trying to do, it's not that we're trying to get into your world. We really understand that. So uh, we, we think that the network is there to fulfill your needs passing the, the packets as needed, what we call no packet left behind, doing things at scale, PTP at scale, which you need absolutely for 2110, uh, doing things at line rate so that you're not putting in a 25 gig signal and you're only getting 10 gig out. Again, like you, like you just said, Matt, it shouldn't be something you think about. It should be something that's there to yeah. serve you, like your tires on your car, so to speak. So have you seen a rapid growth in outside broadcast trucks going headless or remote? I mean, what, what does this mean, firstly, and, um, and what's involved in the process? You know, it's interesting. NEP was the first ones to do this in Australia. Um, it was uh, kind of scary for them at first. Um, you're not, you know, you have a different workflow, a different attitude. Uh, if you've ever been in an OB truck when things are being set up, it's very frenetic. And what we found was not only did we take out that frenetic aspect of it, there was a lot more politeness on the comms, number one. Number two is... They had more quality of experience, a lot more time of planning. You could go up to the last minute. And what was really interesting to me is I asked one of the directors after the first live show, and I said, okay, how'd it go? They go, well, it was a little sluggish. Of course, we're remote, and it is IP versus SDI. But I have to tell you, the one thing that I really appreciated was it was my daughter's um, third birthday, and my wife was really happy I was going to be home. Because on OB trucks, we travel as, you know, we all know, you know, like seven, eight, nine months out of the year. And it's not always fun. You're in, you're in these really bad hotels, you know, trying to constantly get in and off the facility. Um, you're, you're living there for a period of time and there's no quality of life. And what we're finding is not only are you getting better quality of service, you're able to handle more productions. 
have a quality of life, and think about things a little bit more. So it's a lean back versus a lean in. And you also have more toolkit now available to you. So I, I think there's a, there's a lot of positives to OB Trucks moving to, to IP. Yeah, you mentioned the, the toolkit. I guess I'm kind of interested. It's confirmation. I think we probably all know some of the, some of the technologies that you've invested or employed to make life easier. But yeah, can you highlight some of the specific tools, the technologies that, that you've employed? Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, we're used to say, you know, it's, it's a remote system and how do I get to that? And where the industry is moving to is that remote capability is coming to the desktop yourself, remote wise, meaning that you have no longer just a virtual desktop with a virtual environment that you're connecting into. Those tools are able to be webified in a lot of cases. The salvos are created up front and bringing those to the client themselves. Uh, when we worked on things like in the States, the Oscars, the Emmys and things like that, those were all run from the house. Um, OB trucks run from the house, from your home. And what the toolkits are, are as we're evolving yeah. is more of a cloud environment. And we weren't able to do that necessarily with SDI. Or if I might have a local slider on my system and my audio slider, that would be replicated remotely. So I might have distributed studios and I want to have that tactile feel. So there's different ways of working based upon the individual where they're at. And if they're in a remote studio with replication occurring, or if it's even more of a cloudified type environment, not necessarily in the cloud, but using those same principles of bringing the services to you in the way that you want to see it, either soft panels on your laptop or even touch panels on a desk remote. So interesting way that, that things are evolving because of IP. Yeah, well, it seems like with all yeah. these evolutions and as technology moves moves on, you get a new set of challenges, which makes this you know exciting times because there's always always something new to deal with. So, what sort of tools do you think we need there to cope with these new challenges? Yeah, it's it's a more of a learning curve, and as us as engineers, uh, artists, um, people that are constantly learning, you the thing is to reinvest in yourself. And it's never one answer for everybody. Some people are afraid of going SDI to IP. And we spend a lot of time at Arista helping broadcast engineers who I think are the most important and intelligent people in the industry. I mean, think about that. You keep the lights on. Broadcast engineering keeps the lights on. We want to take them from zero to hero to learn IP as quickly as possible. So it's not about the technology. It's about the individual. So what toolkits do we have? Well, get on the stick, learn how to fly, get on the switch, learn what IP is, learn what multicast is, learn what happens when it doesn't work right, learn what PTP is, learn what Automate does with their Dante solutions and how you can route that type of stuff or where NDI comes into play. So what I'm saying is get involved in it, jump into the deep end. And what you end up doing is much like if you're working at home or anything else. I mean, me, whenever I have a home project, I have to go to Home Depot or Lowe's at least once. I think that's the man rule, right? You have to go to Lowe's and get at least one tool. I've got a screwdriver already, but I need that new power screwdriver. So build out your toolkit and you'll find you learning not only about the tool itself, but how to apply it. And we always use the tools that we have in our hands. And you're only as good as your tools. And I think that's the rule you know, in life is like the Home Depot or Lowe's, you're only as good as your power tools. I get a sense that actually, because look, broadcast engineers had a particular skill set. And as you say, broadcast engineers are keeping the lights on in a broadcast environment. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a sense that in a lot of these cases, you're bringing these toolkits and the knowledge of these toolkits and you're bringing the support of these toolkits to them. Is that is that fair? 
it, it when we started the uh, the journey down IP with Tiro four on the VSF side and then Simti twenty one ten, what we found is instead of just coming up with the standards working together on the standards before the rebate. It's almost like, you know, the concrete's already dry, the standards are out there, there should have been a shall, there should have been a should, and we found out that that didn't work. So we started these interops, and when we got together, the first rule was, okay, whatever happens to the interop stays in the interop, kind of a Vegas thing, right? Um, but we also found as a byproduct of this is, we had a bunch of friends. Even if they were competitors, we had a bunch of friends that worked together. So the consortium of the people that you see on these SIMTI meetings or VSF or IP Oktoberfest or things like that, they're all friends that have been working together. So if they come to me with a question, I have the answer. But I also have that intellectual knowledge of how their products work. So as a byproduct of all these interops and working together as a team for IP to move it forward, we all kind of know each other's solution sets. So no matter who you talk to, whether it's Arista or Imagine or Law or Grass Valley or EVS or any of these other, or Audinate or, or Riedel, for yeah. example, we all know each other and we're working together to have the same answer. And that's very important because you want to have a consistent answer for everybody and same best practices. So, yeah. So when they come to Arista and they go, okay, what do you think? What really works? They'll go to somebody else and they'll ask the same thing. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, I, I, this is a bit mean now, this question. But I kind of want to ask um, for a, a sum up. Why do we? Why do we buy? Why do we come to Arista? Let's, let's sum up. Why come to Arista for our solutions? It's that's a very good question. Number one, we're not a marketing company. We're an engineering company. So what we say, we right. know. Okay, we're not going to put something on a PowerPoint. In fact, we don't like to just sell stuff. We would rather work with you. Uh, number two is quality first. Um, I remember the days where when somebody said, oh, I've got a bug, and it would just be another thing. You know, okay, 12, 12 bugs today. If somebody comes to me and says, I've got a bug, it's like, well, let me have a conversation and figure out what the issue is, because it's typically a configuration issue. And then thirdly is because we not just care about the customer, we care about what you're doing. We're a partner in what you're doing. We're not just here to sell you a switch. We're not just plumbing. We're a partner in life with you on your success. Where can people find out more, Robert? So I'm going to give out my email address, and you can also find me on LinkedIn. You could easily go to sales at arist.com, but my name is Robert Welch, W-E-L-C-H, and my email address, and feel free to talk to me, feel free to reach out, is rwelch, R-W-E-L-C-H, at arista, A-R-I-S-T-A, dot com. And I look forward to talking to you. Brilliant. Thank you, Robert. That's fantastic. We'll put... Uh the links in the description do check out more of the products and solutions there offered by arista thanks of course to media proxy for their support kit plus tv thank you for watching and we'll see you next time